Hello, friends. We are back with the Mayberry Moms podcast. And today, we would like to talk to you about everyone's favorite subject, decluttering, cleaning, asking yourself what sparks joy. No, seriously, though. Cleaning your house and decluttering, getting it done, letting yourself breathe. So, I have spent the past two years in our home that we own decluttering everything that I thought I needed to carry around like some crazy bag lady for the past 10 years of my adult life. So with moving as much as I have really my entire life, you kind of get in this rhythm of, well, I don't need this stuff here, but it might work in the next place I live, so I should hold on to it. You kind of just keep accumulating and keep holding on to And every move, you kind of do this thing where you're like, why am I packing this stuff that I do not want to carry to a truck? But then the thought of it going in the trash or being left behind, you're like, no, I certainly can't do that. I'm over it. When we moved into this house, there was stuff everywhere. Our basement, there were like boxes, just boxes everywhere. Like three months into being here that I just would walk by and be like, nope, not today. Moving on, moving forward. Holidays and birthdays and just it seems like any reason for someone to like buy my kids something. Especially the junk, the stuff that you know that's getting brought in and you instantly look at it and you're like, please exit my child's hand at the nearest possible trash can. But don't dare take it from them. Because that's the end of the world. Anyway, I just had a kind of coming to moment. I would say last fall. And I literally got ruthless and went through my house. I had zero emotion. I looked at every single thing. And I'm not exaggerating. In every single room and said to myself, have I touched this in the past three months? Have I used it in the past six months if it's not a holiday item? If it is a holiday or some kind of seasonal thing, did I use it for the last, you know, occurrence of this holiday or did it sit in the big giant rubber made and I said maybe next year. I literally told myself if I don't use it or I don't love it, it doesn't need to have a place in my home. Now, this is all a wonderful story. My garage was not. I'm pretty sure the contents of my home that were in my garage were enough to supply our local Goodwill for like at least two months. I actually don't even shop at that Goodwill anymore because I feel really weird going into a store and seeing stuff that I know is ours. And two, all the things that I secretly got rid of, if my kids see them, they panic. We actually had um, a friend take a lot of toys off of our hands, which was fantastic. But we went there one day and my daughter saw them and was, she kind of gave me the side eye like, I think this is ours. So I was like, okay, get out of that room. Let's go play somewhere else. I just strongly, so strongly feel that decluttering needs to be an essential part of everyone's life. And I don't just mean like every six months. I mean, if you can declutter something once a week, do it. Because the feeling of peace, being able to look around and enjoy your home or your space. I know people even like need to declutter their cars. There's nothing like it. Truly, there's nothing like it. I would have to agree. 
As a mom with multiple kids, I laugh and say I have a long line of hoarding genes in me. <laughs> um, my great-grandmother passed away a couple years ago, just a few months shy of 100, and she had boxes of scraps of yarn for 100 years. It was organized hoarding, but just a lot of stuff. So I kind of grown up with the mindset of keep it, you can use it, you can reuse it. And with all the kids in our home, everything that was brought in was starting to take over. But I want to talk about a different aspect of clutter. Actually, a couple different aspects. The first is I always can tell you what the state of my mind is based on how my home is. If my home is full of clutter and it's just a disaster, you know that my life is just in crazy shenanigans. So I sincerely believe that clutter and things just setting out just zap your energy and just make you feel weighed down. The other thing I sincerely believe is the more clutter you have, the more you want to clean. Because the more things you have sitting out, the more things you have to dust. The more things you have laying on the floor the more things you have to put away. The more clothes you have, the more laundry you have to do. If you're saying yes to more things, you're saying no to other things as well, such as your time and your energy. But the main thing that I really want to deal with myself is having to do with guilt. When I declutter, especially my kids' stuff, I feel an intense sense of guilt. Getting rid of their things. Um, My kids already don't have a lot of toys compared to other kids because we just can't house that many things. But when I get rid of my kids things, I feel extremely guilty. I feel like I'm taking away from their childhood. I feel like they see friends and compare their lives and they feel like their lives aren't as good as other kids. I just really struggle with a lot of guilt when it comes to purging my kids things and also guilt that we are blessed to have these things but I'm trying to get rid of them but the guilt I feel is nothing compared to what I feel when I can walk through my house and it be clean and it can be inviting the points I want to remember to make is the first one is that clutter zaps your mind and your energy and if you're saying yes to things you're saying no to other things such as energy or your time picking up and the other thing is the more clutter you have the more time you're going to spend cleaning and lastly don't feel guilty if you purge your kids stuff yes have zero guilt actually with all of that said you're probably like this all sounds fine and great but how do I do this how do I take these ideas and put them into action I am actually going to make a printable for you guys to download of these ideas, but I just wanted to kind of go over them for you real quick. These are a few things that I try and do regularly to just stay on top of things before they get out of control. The first thing is my baskets. I lovingly call one of my laundry baskets the crap basket. So what I do with this basket is I kind of, I keep it in our laundry room area and then it might be once a day, just really whenever I'm starting to feel overwhelmed or especially like if someone is stopping by and I just need to quickly clean, I grab the basket and I just pick up everything that is bothering me, throw it in there, and then I either go and take those things, put them away at that time, or I set it aside for the soonest possible instance that I can do it. And I feel like that's a key point to remember is doing it as soon as you can 
Because the thing about the crap basket is it likes to kind of just stay there and then it overflows and then that's defeating the whole purpose. The other basket I have that we use regularly is our library book basket. If you frequent the library and you have kids, you have to have a way to keep track of these library books or you just need to quit going because you're going to go broke with late fees. So I have a basket and you can make it as pretty as you want. If you love a good Pinterest project, go ahead and make a DIY basket or do what I did. Go to the Dollar Tree, spend a dollar, buy a basket, and be done. When we come home from the library, the books go directly into the basket. When the books are read, they go back directly into the basket. These books do not leave the back unless they're leaving our house to go back to the library. This is the only way we have been able to stay on top of the library books before we literally quit going to the library for a while because I was just so tired of trying to find the hidden book. Second tip is going to be with laundry. Now I know everyone has laundry systems. Capsule wardrobes are super in right now, but if you live in any four season state or an area that gets colder, you know the necessity of having clothes for every type of weather. It is impossible to do a capsule wardrobe when one day it's 80 and the next day it's like 65. Here where we are in Ohio, you could have it be cold in the morning and hot and then cold again and you're Yesterday like... Yesterday it was 94 and today it's 72. Right. I'm having to change like 3,000 times in a day. This is where with clothes, I really try and pare down to what do I love? What makes me feel good? That's kind of a loaded gun question for me. But it's important for you not to be hanging on to stuff you don't wear. Just a quick question. Are we talking about kids' clothes or clothes for ourselves? Clothes for ourselves, but it would work for kids too. Like if you find even just, if you pick out your kids' clothes, if you gravitate toward always these same outfits, or if you prefer outfits to be like, pre-made if you will like shirts paired with shorts or pants go with what you find yourself leaning to don't make it more complicated on yourself feel free to let go of having everything be just right it doesn't have to be color coded and sorted by sleeve and folded at approximately 90 degree angles and things like that find the system multiple systems if you need them find the one that you feel like gives you the most peace is the most efficient for your life and go with it. For me, in terms of getting the laundry done without that being a clutter issue because laundry stacks roll deep when you have kids. I have my kids put their dirty laundry directly into the washer. When they take their clothes off, it either goes in there or there's a hamper in my room if for some reason they're in my room that's a whole different story. But then I walk by the washer a lot and if it's full, I run it. And I have, you know, the mental note that I need to just get through this load of laundry today and hopefully get it put away. Then you're not having laundry mountain of stuff done. That is more of setting the habit of I'm starting the laundry and I'm going to finish the laundry. Just knowing that in that day, that needs to be one of your goals, even if you have to put something else aside. And I feel like with clutter 
in general, that has to, it has to just be more of a awareness that if you don't address it, it's going to get out of control. My last tip is for male because I feel like I am like a male ninja and other people just have stuff everywhere and I can't. I do not hang on to mail. This is what I do. I bring the mail in my house. I wage war with my mail, basically. I'm like, I know you're a nasty bill or something I don't like. I look at it and I take action on it right then and there. If it's not a bill I have accounted for, I either set it in my planner or somewhere prominent for you. If you have like a magnet board you use or a filing system, wherever you know you're going to actually observe this bill. And if it is accounted for already in my budget for the month, I shred it or I toss it. However, I know some people are really like they have to shred it to feel okay. Take action on your mail. If it is junk, honestly, you know what I do? I will come in through my garage and I have just a trash can that's in my garage that I dump into my other trash can. I toss the mail right in the garage trash can. See ya, sayonara, bye. Sometimes I'll even stand right by the trash can. I'll rip open my mail. And I'll throw whatever I don't need in there, like the envelopes and stuff. I hate mail. I used to love it. But as an adult, I can tell you, I do no longer enjoy receiving it. Even packages, when we get them in the mail, I open them right then and there. I get the stuff out of my house and into the garage or the recycling bin. So my mail tip to sum all this up, now that I've gone on a mini rant, is to deal with it immediately. Do not let the mail linger. Let it go, like Elsa says. <laughs> so a couple of things that Ashley brought up, brought to mind for me was, first of all, we have the rule, if you bring something in, you put something out. Yes. For example, my boy clothes have gone through a whole lot of boys, five or six boys, by the time they're down to my second youngest son. So Ashley blessed me with some new clothes. <laughs> so today we sat at my son Lincoln's drawer and I held up a new shirt and an old shirt. And I said, which one do you want? And nine times out of ten, he, he picked the new shirt. And we didn't toss. We put in the donut or the garage. The donut. <laughs> yes, donuts. <laughs> the donate or the garage sale pile. And just got it out right away. The other thing is know your kids and their preferences. Now, I have a diva daughter. She's two, almost <laughs> three. And she knows what she wants to wear. It's not always pretty, but we work through it. That's one situation. I have a son that loves orange. Orange is his favorite color. I have another son who despises orange, and he is younger than the brother that likes orange. He loves red. Orange brother does not like red. So we pick all of the red shirts out and go ahead and toss them in a bin for them to stay nice for Christian to wear. So my tip would be knowing your children and their likes. It's easy to accumulate things that you think they like or that you think are cute, but ultimately if they're not going to wear them or use them, there's no point in keeping them. And don't buy them. Believe me, my three-year-old also knows quite well what she would like to wear. And I have all these cute little bedazzled rhinestone looking little girl jeans. They're, they're just adorable. This child is my child because she refuses to wear jeans. When I put them on her, she sits down and pushes her belly out as far as she can and goes, oh, 
mom, it hurts. I can't breathe. And you know what? I don't even get upset. I just take them off and put on some nice stretchy leggings because that's what I would like to do every day of my life is put on some nice stretchy leggings. So don't fight it for yourself either. And do not be ashamed of your leggings. Embrace the leggings. So Ashley said she's going to be making a free printable. And we are actually recording this on a day that I humbled myself and embarrassed myself by cleaning out and decluttering my upstairs and bringing you guys all along. Talk about vulnerable. You should know we love you. (laughs) Yes. That I want you to know that I'm completely transparent even when I show you my mess. Decluttering is very strong on our heart. So I will be doing my downstairs tomorrow and when this episode releases I will be sharing those photos as well. Ashley is amazing at tips on decluttering and organizing. She brought up systems and that is something that I cannot wait to touch on because I believe I have a system for everything. That's probably going to be a series for us. There is not enough time for us to talk about systems. Thanks for tuning in guys and don't forget to subscribe and share and like and spread the love and tell us what you want to hear because we're going to keep talking about things so they might as well be things that you want to hear about. So good night.